0: Hey guys, it's Josh, and before we get into what we're going to talk about today, I'm going to give you a quick update on where we've been for the past couple weeks and what's going on for the future. So, we all took a break, school just started uh, back up, and you know, we're all super busy, we all got jobs now. I've got some dual enrollment classes going on, I was editing all the episodes, it just got a lot on me and I needed a, I needed a break, because I was super stressed out all the time, so I'm good now, back, gonna be hopefully putting out one or two episodes every week, don't hold me to that, t- that though, um, gonna be a lot of stumbles for right now, but we'll get through it. Um, I'm hoping Jaden and Ryan come back. I love talking to those guys about this type of stuff, and I'm sure like these conversations that we're going to talk over today are going to get really good. Um, maybe they'll see this, and they'll want to hop back on. I asked them if they wanted to, and they didn't get back to me. So, um, let's hop right into it. So, we had our league draft uh two weeks ago and i was waiting until after week one to go out over everything uh we're gonna start with my team i had the third overall pick so first round i went ezekiel elliott i really like uh i just really like him this year i feel like he's gonna bounce back down year last year i feel like but definitely have receiving running back numbers and he can always go off for a bunch of yards in the game just got me almost 28 points this week just so you guys know this is a PPR league uh, 10 team so there's that second round I went Austin Eckler from the Chargers Um, right now I'm starting to regret that but we'll see if he can turn it around I feel like once they start playing against some good defenses, good pass defenses, he's going to get a lot of touches, uh, but it looks like he's going to have to uh, compete with Joshua Kelly in that backfield, especially getting used to Tyrod Taylor and maybe Justin Herbert, depending on how the season goes. Um, but right then, in, at the draft, I really like that pick. Uh, third round, I want Travis Kelsey. To me, he's the best fantasy tight end. I don't think he's the best tight end in the league. I think that goes to Kittle, but I really like him for fantasy. He got me 17 points this week. I feel like he's Mahomes' number two option behind Tyreek. Understandably so, but he's going to get a lot of receptions. Maybe short yards, but a lot of receptions. and For a PPR league, that's exactly what you want. Just so you guys know, my idea for this draft I was trying to get all players with week 10 buys that might sound dumb but in my mind I figured if I can have a full team for 16 weeks I'm gonna take that so that's what I did um fourth round I think that was when I picked Calvin Ridley and I really like that pick especially after this first week that was actually my fourth round but we'll, we'll talk Calvin Ridley um my thinking was you know defenses are going to be picking up on Julio a lot which is going to leave Calvin Ridley open a lot from what I'm seeing um he got 32 percent of the, the targets last week so I like it I feel like he's going to be this year's Chris Godwin last year I picked up on Chris Godwin and got him with a 7th uh, or 8th round pick. Turned out really well. Um, so there's that. 4th round. I guess it was... No, wasn't. We'll talk Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was my 5th round pick. Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Never mind. Yeah, Keenan Allen was the 5th round guy. Uh, disappointed last week, but that's what's going to happen with the new QB uh, first week, although it was against the Bengals, so that's kind of worries me, but, you know, took off last year behind Phillip Rivers, and maybe if Herbert gets the uh, starting nod, uh, he'll go back to how he was at the beginning of the season last year. Uh, sixth round I think this was sorry guys I got to go back and look through stuff I forget my draft it was so long ago yeah so I picked up I picked up a bunch of rookies this year because I feel like they're going to be super undervalued got a bunch of first or second round guys that are going to be inserted right away um one of those guys was Jonathan Taylor from the Colts um we all know Naeem Naeem Hines went off for about 28 points this week but uh I don't expect that to last very long Jonathan Taylor, I, f- I feel like he's he had a great week last week too. He got about 15 points, um, and for the way that Austin Eckler played week one, that might he might become my running back, my second running back. So I don't know yet. It's only week one. I'm trying not to overreact, but that's my take on it. So that was six round, seventh round. I'm really happy with this one. Very underrated guy, I feel like, but could definitely take a step forward this year. Terry McLaurin from the Washington Football Team. Um, he was a, I wouldn't say he was amazing, but he definitely had a good week. Well, decent week. He had 11 points, but if you, as long as you get as from my, what I look at it, if you have a bad quarterback, I won't say bad. I'll say below average with Dwayne Haskins. Because he... I think he lost about 17 pounds in the offseason. Um, but if he definitely... If he improves from what he did last year, Terry McLaurin was already amazing last year. And he can, he can only go up. So, I picked him. Because I was worried about my wide receiver because my first one came in the fourth round with Calvin Ridley. But it looks like he's going to be a solid wide receiver for me. So I figured if I have that trio right there, then I should be fine. Eighth round. Eighth. so our league we have a bunch of younger guys i think i'm one of the oldest in the league um, they picked quarterback early like really early i think patrick mahomes and lamar one of them i think lamar jackson went 15th overall so very early I think those second-tier guys like Dak and Russell Wilson, they went like fourth round, and I wasn't willing to sacrifice more for my wide receiver position to pick up one of those guys. So I picked up a uh, dual-threat QB. Had very decent day on Sunday, and uh, picked up this guy because I like the division he's in. Not a whole lot of good defenses that's going to make for a minimum of four good weeks and that is Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills super underrated in my eyes he just picked up Stephon Diggs in the offseason gonna need some time to get used to each other but once that happens he's got Devin Singletary 2 he's got Stephon Diggs he's got a bunch of weapons around him so and that bill's defense is going to give him a lot more possessions so that's what my mindset was' last year that's what my mindset was with uh, Lamar Jackson got him with a late round pick hopefully that's what happens with Josh Allen this year I'm not saying he's gonna be on that level because this is third year I think this is his third year in the league second or third year I like it. I like that pick. Ninth round. This is where I may have messed up a little bit. I'm still holding out hope for this guy. Debo Samuel from the 49ers. Uh, This was before he went on the IR. Uh, He was supposed to play week one. And everyone was saying, pick him, pick him. He's going to have a really good year. But this foot injury, it's... It's not looking good so that leaves us in the 10th round this uh, no I'm surprised about that I'm sorry if I'm talking to myself I just I forget who I picked where and I got to go back and look since you heard matt prater i'll talk about him now while i look um, i like the lions offense this year uh it was unfortunate what happened to matt stafford i feel bad for that guy sorry about that but i feel bad for that guy after what happened to him on sunday they should have won that game easily but choked it choked it bad I don't know what else to say, but I feel like as long as you're a decent kicker behind a high-powered offense, especially when Kenny Galladay comes back, you're going to be in a great position to win some games. Well, not win some games for the kicker, but have some very quality weeks. Sorry, guys. I, 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 I'm I just going to talk through who else I see. Um, my 11th round pick was the Patriots defense and special teams. Uh, aside from the Bills, like I just talked with Josh Allen, um, two very, very bad offenses. So that makes for four easy weeks for the Patriots defense. And I usually go... Two defenses, like two legit defenses. That's not what happened this year. I kind of went haywire from my usual plan. I usually try and get four of running back, wide receiver, and then get a backup for everyone else. So I didn't really go for that this year. I don't know why, but that's because I picked up on a bunch of rookies. May have overdrafted on, but. Oh, well, gotta live some, you know. Talked Matt Prater. We'll talk my 13th round pick, because I'm surprised I got this guy in the 13th round. And he did not have that great of a week one, especially losing to the football team. Carson Wentz. Um, He can definitely go off for some games. Hopefully Jalen Rager takes off. Uh, Zach Ertz he was kind of funky, but Dallas Goddard seems amazing. If they run a dual tight end set for most of their passing plays, gonna be set. Carson Wentz is gonna. If that happens, Carson Wentz is gonna be good. I think I went over my starting lineup. We'll talk about the second defense that I traded. I traded for this defense. It was probably a mistake, but I had to unload a running back because I already had I had three, but four, but I needed a second defense, and I didn't really like this guy, so I traded Darrell Henderson Jr. for the Minnesota Vikings defense. Definitely the top defense in the league i to be playing against the Bears. Hopefully that gives us two weeks. Oh, it finished as the worst defense in all of fantasy. That's not a good sign, but we'll see how it goes. I still have faith in them. We'll talk these three guys now. Oh, you know what? Darrell Henderson was probably my 10th round pick. I just needed a running back, so that's why I picked him. We'll talk We'll talk TJ Hawkinson first, and then we'll go to the two rookies that I picked up 15th and 16th rounds. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, amazing day week one. Uh, definitely am set in my tight end position. I think I have the best tight end slots in the league with Kelsey and TJ Hawkinson. Definitely an easy flex option for me if Flower and has a bad matchup, and if Taylor has a bad like, I'm set. I feel like I'm set. I definitely don't have the strongest draft in the league, but definitely not the weakest. So there's that. Uh, definitely stepped up when Galladay was out. So hopefully Stafford likes throwing to him because that'll be good. So these two rookies that I had, first-round guys, wide receivers, uh, set for their offenses to take off this year. Uh, Jerry Judy is one. Definitely going to be lining up against Cortland Sutton, and defenses are going to be focusing on Sutton, which is going to open up for Judy to get some touches. Kind of disappointed in uh, week one, only nine points, but that's what's going to happen with a rookie You didn't really have a preseason. So, there's that second one. This one is uh, definitely going get, to get a lot less touches, but I feel like when he does get them, they're going to be for good yards. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb had almost 11 points this past week. And, you know, with Ezekiel Elliott... Opening up the pass game, defenses are going to be focusing on Cooper, uh, not Blake Jarwin anymore, but, and Michael Gallup. So those two guys are going to be focused on, which is going to leave Liam unfocused on, and that's dangerous because you could watch the film in college. So, overall, I love my team. There are some things that I wish I could improve upon. Awesome. Eckler for one just Chargers in general but I like it I think it's going to be strong I don't know if I'm going to win it win the league but uh, there's that so we're going to go and we're going to review other teams I'm not going to go as in depth with them but I'm just going to go over them probably the strongest draft in the league Uh, Ryan Noggle He was on this podcast. Might still be. Like I said, don't know yet. Definitely a very strong draft. Extremely strong. Uh, It's got Kyler Murray set to break out. I don't know if it's really going to happen. He had an amazing day against the 49ers, so that's a very good sign. But I need to see more than one good game to buy into the hype. Christian McCaffrey, he got the first first pick in the draft, so that's how he locked him up. I didn't like him this year. Not going to be that great of a pass game, which means he's going to get a lot of touches. Uh, got 28 and a half points this week. Devin Singletary. Um, like I said, amazing. Uh, passing game's going to open up the run for him, and that's good Late, later. No, I won't say later, mid-round pick. Um, uh, I don't know how he got these with his second and third round pick. Um, Chris Godwin and Devontae Adams. That scares me. I do not like that. Godwin uh, with Edwin, Evans being uh, sidelined. Not sidelined, but almost unused this week. Godwin went somewhat. He had a down day, but that's what's going to happen. First game with a new quarterback. new, Just new everything for Tom Brady. So, might take a few weeks to get used to that, but we'll see how it goes. And Devontae Adams, amazing, like I don't think he'll have another game like this. He absolutely torched the Vikings. forty Almost 42 points. I knew this man was going to be like this. I think I rated him number one when we did our uh, rankings because I, I just love him that much. He's in a great situation because he's like that. He's definitely the top dog receiving wise in that offense. And the only person he has to continue is the run game with Aaron Jones. So there's that. He's got Penn State native Mike Gesecki at tight end. I like it. Uh, He's going to need a better quarterback to throw to him to get more points, but I like it. As his flex, he's got Cooper Cup. I like that as a flex. I don't really like him as a wide receiver, too. I love him as a flex, though. Uh, Robert Woods is going to be getting a lot of attention, which might draw away from Cooper Cup, but we'll see how it goes. He's got the Ravens defense. I think it's going to be number two, maybe number three. For me, Steelers is number one, and then 49ers and Ravens can switch, but... There's that. And then he's got Kaimi Fairbane from the Texans as his kicker. Which is all right by me. I don't think they can really punch it in at the goal line except for unless David Johnson has another day. Like he did week one. Uh, his bench, Le'Veon Bell, is on the IR. Might be disappointing again. You don't know. Marvin Jones Jr., he's the wide receiver one right now for the Lions with Galladay out. He's going to be getting a lot of attention until he's back. But once he's back, it's probably going to go away. Uh, Edelman. From what I'm getting from reports, the Edelman-Cam Newton connection is pretty good. And I feel like Cam opening up that second dimension as the run game for the quarterback for the Patriots. Could go very underrated this year. Golden Tate from the Giants. Uh, Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard had amazing days. I feel like he might be the wide receiver. Might be the third guy in that receiving court. Uh, Marlon Mack out for the year. Uh, horrible injury. I loved this man last year. But, I mean, it is what it is, I guess you could say. Latavius Murray, uh... He's going to be drawing touches away from Alvin Kamara, which could scare away some fantasy owners, but didn't have a lot of... Latavius Murray was more of the running guy, and Alvin Kamara was more of the check-down guy, which got him a lot of receptions. So that's why he was still usable week one. And a rookie, Justin Jefferson. I like it. I feel like he's going to be the second guy in that offense behind Thielen. Uh, Just going to have to see how it plays out. Overall, I love this team. I I would trade for this team in a heartbeat. Uh, maybe some few things I would switch up. Uh, switch out some of these bench guys. Got to get Marlon Mack out of here. I think he's done for the year. Uh, find something for Le'Veon Bell at running back. I don't know what you would find, but I would do it. There's that. Next team, we've got our buddy... Lucas and his squad um, he had the second pick so just keep that in mind I think he, his quarterback uh, MVP two years ago Patty Mahomes I think he was actually logical and got him in the third round 22nd overall which is a little high but if you want him you're going to have to pay high Saquon Barkley could easily be number one I still think he's number two for this year but it all depends on how much you want to debate uh, Chris Carson I feel like he's super underrated I didn't pick him but that's because I went running back early I feel like it just, even though he's in a committee he's definitely the top dog and nobody even comes close Second round, he got Tyreek Hill. I tried to trade for him. He wasn't budging, so... And for good reasons, too. He's going to definitely be contending for top three. Especially with Michael Thomas out for a few weeks. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. You never know with T.Y. I figured with Phillip Rivers, he might be better this year. But he had an off game again. You, You just have to play by ear with him. Tyler Higbee. I like him. I got him in a few leagues. I feel like he's going to be good. Something I didn't like. He was playing Gronk as his flex. I know the name Gronk gets you excited. But first game back after a year off. And he got so many weapons. I wouldn't play him flex week one. I would maybe wait and see how the, the touches go. Even with the Brady Gronk connection. But to get me warm wins. So, and he's got the Bills defense. I feel like that's going to be top 6, maybe top 7, somewhere around there. And Harrison Bucker for the Chiefs. So, I like it. Um He originally picked 3 defenses. That's where I got the Vikings from. So, he's got Darrell Henderson Jr. and Malcolm Brown, who oh, I think he picked up off of waivers. He's got Jimmy G, who's pretty decent this week, I'm, I think almost 20 so yeah he's got the Broncos defense it's not the greatest but oh well Eric Ebron I feel like he's going to be underrated under targeted just not a I feel like he's a backup tight end in deeper leagues Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller rounded out Um, Will Fuller is the only guy I would F I would not pick up Brandon Cooks is that next one Uh, AJ he plays football for a high school so it's something to keep in mind I I think he had 7th overall pick I'm just going to take a look here wait for it to load oh 4th so AJ had the 4th overall pick He picked Derrick Henry fourth. I don't like that. I feel like you need a running back that can also receive, like, catch the ball. Even though he is the size of a linebacker, he can stiff arm anyone. You need someone that can catch the ball. Uh, Second round, I think he went Julio at, what would that be? E16, which is okay by me because I don't think there's any running backs left. There might have been one would have been like a Joe Mixon or something. Uh, He's got Russell Wilson as his QB. I think he's the third best QB in the league. You might argue for second. I don't think you can argue for first. He's got Raheem Mostert. He could definitely take off again this year with Matt Breed out of the picture. But I don't know. It all depends, really. Stephon Diggs definitely is going to take a step back this year with Josh Allen instead of Kirk Cousins. But you never know. It could still be the same old Stephon Diggs or Minneapolis Miracle. You never know. Uh, he also picked up George Kittle. I like that. Like I said, best tight end of the league. I like that pick. It's got Mark Ingram as his flex. I think there's too many mouths to feed in that backfield with Jackson and the newly added J.K. Dobbins. I don't... I like it as a bench filler, but I don't know. just Like I said, with most of these, you'll just have to wait how the situation goes. Colts defense, I like it. And Justin Tucker, best kicker in the league in my eyes. It's got Greg Olsen. All right, by me. Got 12 and a half points this week, but don't expect that every week. Sammy Watkins on his bench. He, he was upset about that. Christian Kirk. I don't know. I don't like the fit. Especially behind DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald. Even though Fitzgerald is getting old, still Larry Fitzgerald. Daniel Jones can definitely take off, but he's not going to get time. Over Russell Wilson Nicole Hardman probably the third or fourth guy actually probably the fifth guy in that offense I think fourth or fifth I figure you got C.E.H., you got Tyree Hill you got Travis Kelsey He's not gonna be getting a lot of touches shows by his one and a half points this week Jake Elliott from the Eagles as a kicker. Backup kicker. I like having a backup kicker. Um, That's just me. So I can respect it. Definitely a good backup kicker. And then he picked up Leonard Fournette off of waivers, which I think he will learn to regret. I tried to pick him up when he was signed. Didn't work out. I'm kind of happy I didn't. So there's that. Next team. Jaden. Ah, oh, so this is the third guy in you know, podcast over here, but here we go. This is definitely... I, I, I thought this was the best team in the draft. I thought this was the best team you can make. I was amazed he got these players, but there's a lot of disappointers in this team, so just keep that in mind. QB, I like this. He got the Sean Watson, put up 21 points this week. It's just going to be a matter of if his wide receivers decide to catch the ball or not. Dalvin Cook, I think he had the fifth pick, because I would have picked him fifth. And I know he's a Vikings fan, so he definitely... Yeah, fifth. So, I like it. Can definitely do both run and catch the ball. Joe Mixon. uh, Only six points last week. That really hurt him. I feel like it's going to be same old, same old with him. Especially with Joe Burrow. They're going to be focusing on the pass game a lot. Not a lot of touches. Which means not a lot of yards. So, there's that. Mike Evans. uh, Game time decision. Only one reception for two yards and a touchdown. Seven points. Very disappointing week. Cortland Sutton. I feel like he's gonna be very solid this week, but you, you never he might be out this week again. His wide receivers are just up in the air right now. Evan Ingram as his tight end, I like it. It's gonna be something someone for Daniel Jones to get some short yardage too. A lot of receptions. Only three points this week, but I feel like that'll fix itself. Hollywood Brown has his flex. I like it. Definitely oh, oh. Jackson's number two target. The Seahawks defense. Somewhat underrated in my eyes, but definitely did not have a good week. And Zane Gonzalez from the Cardinals as the kicker. He's got Odell. I'm not going to talk about it. If you know, you know. Oh. Definitely played horrible this week. Zach Moss, definitely a good late round back to pick up. But behind Devin Singletary, I don't know if he's gonna get that many touches. Someone that you should be looking out. Uh if he's on waivers, pick him up right now. Preston Williams. I know he only had six points, but trust me, if Devontae Parker's out and Tua gets over, it, Tua gets to take that top spot. It's going to be nasty. Sterling Shepard, that might be a saving grace, to be quite honest with you. I don't know. I feel like he's definitely feel like he's going to be that top guy in the receiving department. Uh, Hayden Hurst, I feel like he's a little bit overhyped, especially with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones over there. And the newly added Todd Gurley. Just have to wait and see. Aaron Rodgers, I feel like this he's gonna be out for revenge for them picking Jordan Love. I like it as a backup. And then James Robinson from the Jaguars. It it I think that leading back is gonna change week week by week, but we'll see. I'm gonna save this next team for last because there's some controversy with it. We're gonna go to my my boy Chris. We're on the basketball team together. Definitely more of a straight ball type of guy. Grew up in Chicago. Uh, yeah. It's quarterback Tom Brady. He got 20 and a half points this week, but we'll have to see if he can play any better. Alpha Camaro, very strong week at 23.5 points, but didn't get that many touches running the ball. So. Like I said, we'll just have to see how that plays out. Todd Gurley, 13 and a half points. It's going to be week by week for him. He's got a lot of up in the air type of situations over there. DeAndre Hopkins, I like it. Definitely the top guy in that offense. A lot of attention, especially playing the football team this week. Going to be a great matchup for him. Tyler Lockett, feel like he's super underrated. 17 points this week. Pretty strong week from him. Darren Waller, only, I shouldn't say only, but only 10.5 points for this guy being like a top five tight end. Um, I was seeing something saying that now that they got rugs and a bunch of other guys that, you know, he might be seeing some less touches, which is going to make him less valuable. And his flex is Devontae Parker, which I like, even though he only had eight and a half points. He's got the Steelers defense, which I envy. And young ho from the Falcons. I don't know why, but he has Dak Prescott as his backup, which he should be starting. Especially playing. Oh, that That's for him to decide. But it's got Jared Cook as a backup tight end. He got 13 points this week. I might start him. Especially since he's playing Las Vegas. And Darren Waller is playing New Orleans. So they're playing against each other. I would start Jared Cook. That's just me. Deontay Johnson. Definitely a good sleeper. Uh, Just under 10 points this week. But definitely could take off. J.K. Dobbins. Amazing week rookie 14 points very solid Darius Slayton definitely a good option 28 points this week gonna be very solid this year Manuel Sanders 10 points that's what you would expect from him Mike Williams just under 11 points I'm not gonna take Keenan Allen anymore so definitely won't take Mike Williams Gonna go on to Ryan's little brother. I tried to the trade for Kenny Galladay before he was hurt. He said he lost the password to his account, so it kind of sucks, but it is what it is. So I'm not gonna go over it too much. Drew Brees, solid quarterback, not very good fantasy wise. Very, he's more consistent. I mean, he got sub 15 this week, but that's what happens. Miles Sanders, definitely. Late first round talent, but didn't play this week. Josh Jacobs went absolutely off, 36 points. Very, very solid. Kenny Galladay, he's hurt, but I feel like he's definitely underrated. I feel like he should be up there with those top dogs. Adam Thielen, 31 points this week. Very, very good. That's what I want to see from him. Adam last year, very disappointing, but I like it. His weak spot, definitely a weak spot. Chris Herndon from the Jets is his starting tight end. Only seven points. We'll have to see how it goes. I don't like it. A.G. Brown is his flex from the Titans. Like that as a flex. He's not going to be getting a whole lot of receptions, which is going to hurt him, but he gets yards when he does. So Bears defense and special teams. I feel like they're underrated. I think Cordell Patterson's still there, so they might he might get a few touchdowns off of that. And Robbie Gold. Solid kicker. He's got James Conner and Jarvis Landry. Two disappointing guys. Jarvis Landry not as much as Odell. But just a disappointing offense year after year. Kareem Hunt. Solid back, but not going to get any play time. Because what I said earlier... David Montgomery, definitely. I don't even know who's really the top dog in that backfield, but between Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery, maybe I'm forgetting someone. Solid guy, young guy. AJ Green, if he goes back to how he was playing two or three years ago, solid late round pick. Uh, he got a steal, Jameson Crowder. Might want to start him, honestly. 25 this week, and Matt Breda definitely a down week. Well, not even two and a half points. Moving on, we've got my matchup for week one, which I won. We've got Big Ben as the starting QB, definitely a solid, solid offense. We'll have to see how he comes back from his surgery. Nick Chubb, very disappointing week one. He tried to trade him away as soon as that game was over. It was bad. Not really as soon as that game was over, but that night. it was insane. He offered me a trade that night. So, Aaron Jones, 17 points, about what he was supposed to get. Average week. Juju. Definitely exceeded expectations that I had. I felt like he was going to somewhat disappointing in this year. 25 points. I think it just goes to show that a good quarterback makes him. Like, he can't create for himself. He needs a good quarterback. Robert Woods, 18 points. He's going to be very solid this year. Hunter Henry, I like him. Probably Tyrod Taylor's favorite target. Since he had the most points. David Johnson, amazing week from him. I did not see that coming, but I'm sure he's happy that it did. The Saints defense will be all right. I mean, I had 17 points this week, but that's because Brady played so bad. That's coming from a Patriots fan. So Chris Boswell is his kicker. So As you can tell, a lot of Steelers in his lineup. He's got Matt Ryan coming off the bench. Tariq Cohen. Didn't play that well this week. Matt Ryan, 24 points. Michael Gallup, saw, that's a very good bench wide receiver to have. Noah Font, he went off. I was very impressed with him. Henry Ruggs, he's definitely a top rookie wide receiver-wise in this draft. Should be very happy with that. Deshaun Jackson from the Eagles. Was expecting a little bit more from him. Not even seven, he didn't score seven points. There's that. Antonio Gibson, definitely, I feel like he disappointed almost everyone that had him. Six and a half points. But for a guy that's starting in his first game, he wasn't really expecting to start to be during training camp until they cut Adrian Peterson and whatever happened with Darius Geis. Overall, not a bad team, not a good team. Somewhere in between. Beat them by 12 points this week. This is where it starts to get controversial. So Ryan has two cousins that he allowed in the league. One decided not to play. This is the one that decided not to play. Matthew Stafford as a starting quarterback. He didn't have that great of a week, but... Wasn't that good of a matchup either for him. His running backs, Clyde Overtelaire, very solid week. Was very impressed by his debut. And Kenyon Drake, definitely was very solid backfield for him fantasy-wise. Kind of a down week for Kenyon Drake, but we'll bounce back. For his receivers, it's got Allen Robinson, I feel like he's going to take off again if Trubisky keeps playing like he did week one. I don't expect him to, but if he did, that'd be amazing rooting for him. And DJ Moore may have overdrafted a little bit considering Teddy Bridgewater. uh, Still unsure about him even after last year, especially with that great defense behind him when he was starting those six weeks. We'll have to see if he can lead a team. His tight end, Zach Ertz, like I said before, a little bit shaky this week, 10.5 points, but for someone of his caliber, you want more. His flex was Melvin Gordon, almost 16 points, good week for him. First week with the Broncos, I, I believe, solid. Buccaneers defense, two points, but should definitely pick up, especially this week against the Panthers. And uh Greg Zerline from the Cowboys. Four points, but it's definitely gonna pick it up. His bench, DJ Chark, 11.5 and a half points, somewhat disappointing, but he's got Jaguars, so what do you expect? They actually won this week, so I can't really say anything about that. Cam Akers. A uh, very solid rookie running back. But with Malcolm Brown going off, he might be starting week two. So just watch out for that situation. Ronald Jones was definitely a good pick before Leonard Fournette got there. Now that he's there, he was rushing pretty well when I was watching the game. But definitely he's not going to get that many touches as he was going to before. Tyler Boyd, uh, very good receiver, I feel like it's an okay situation for him if they start T. Higgins come and be that third guy, wide open, get some long touchdowns. Um, It all depends on how they play it out. James White, uh, committee running back, but he's definitely the top guy in that committee. So, same thing with Jordan Howard. I feel like he's the top guy in that committee down there, but Still a committee, and it's not that good of a committee. So, last guy is John Brown, 19 points, huge week for him. Uh, I like him. Feel like he's definitely going to get some more touches with Stephon Diggs getting the attention. We'll see how it goes. And this is the the guy that started all this controversy. We'll talk about the situation. After we're done reviewing his team. um, This was the guy that took Lamar Jackson in the second round. So, Lamar Jackson. I don't need to say anything. I feel like he's a top fantasy quarterback. I don't feel like that can very much be argued because of his dual threat. He's basically a running back and a quarterback. So. But his running backs, he definitely sacrificed here with... DeAndre Swift and Phillip Lindsay. I'm not going to say anything about DeAndre Swift because all I'm going to talk about is that one play at the end of the game. But other than that, and half points, solid show from the rookie. And uh, Phillip Lindsay, who's definitely the second guy in that duo. Uh, his wide receivers, he picked Michael Thomas in the first round, but he's out for a few weeks from what I heard. Not even five points this week. Very disappointing, but in my eyes, it's karma for what happened. So I'm not too mad about it. Uh, his other wide receivers, Amari Cooper, solid week. He had 18 points, and Robbie Anderson, 25 and a half points. I don't know if he's going to want to start in week two. Uh, tougher matchup with the Bucks, but looks like he's going to because thomas is out so it's got mark andrews as his tight end very solid he had 22 and a half points almost 23 this week um uh, very solid but he's going again uh, i shouldn't say but he's going against houston this week so he we might get some more. dk metcalf uh second guy in that offense going against the patriots it's not gonna to be too good of a matchup for him, but I'll have to see how it plays out. Then he's got the 49ers defense and Will Lutz. Very quality options there. His bench, Sam Michael Thomas, very disappointing. He's gonna be missing on it. a great matchup against the Raiders. He's got on Johnson. One not even one and a half points. Uh, that's because it was Adrian Peterson's day. See if they he lets the young guys eat or not. Tevin Coleman, uh three and a half points. That's where Raheem Mostert's starting spot to lose. So don't be too high on Tevin Coleman this year. Picked up Cam Newton later on in the draft. Almost twenty six points this week. Solid. Very solid. I was very impressed. Very happy that Cam played that well as a Patriots man. And he's got two lower end wide receivers, Curtis Samuel and Brashad Perryman. Not going to say a whole lot. Curtis Samuel had a okay day, and Brashad Perryman, uh, not even five points. I'm pretty sure he picked up Naheem Hines off of waivers. He had a very, very solid day. Very, it surprised me a lot. So, overall, I feel like my team second or third in the league. I feel like Ryan's got that top spot. It all depends on how uh, Jane's team plays. But I'm not scared of Cameron, who is the two cousins of Ryan. Uh, That Big Ben team, the Kenny Galladay team, or the Tom Brady, Dak Prescott team. I feel like it's the other four that's going to be really competing this year. Five, including me. So we're going to get into this controversy. So, after the draft, um, one of Ryan's cousins decided not to play. He wasn't going to pay for the league, so he said, hey, I'm not going to play, you guys can have my players, that's that. But he didn't say anything to the league, so his other brother took CEH, he took Kenyon Drake. Later on, you got Allen Robinson, and we were like, "Hey, that's not cool." Uh, I ended up trading for Zach Ertz for T.J. Hawkinson, but as soon as I did it, I realized I was in the wrong, and um, I wanted to resolve the issue. I wanted to trade back. Uh, that did end up happening after very long. Won't say argument discussion with this kid whose name's Cameron, the one that got the players. Um, me and Lucas, we took very much exception to him doing that one day. And we called up Ryan, who's the league manager, and we said, We've gotta do something about this. Ryan said in our group chat. He said, All trades from my one cousin. All the players that he traded away have to go back. I was like, okay, no, that's fine. So I traded back Zach Ertz, got TJ Hawkinson back. Very happy about that. Um, I think I ended up winning that trade back. I think I lost when I traded for Zach Ertz, honestly. Um, but this Cameron kid, he was super, super against the idea of trading back. He's like, I just want to keep Con Edwards a layer. That's all I want. Just please, 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 please. And Ryan's like, no, you got to give the players back. And then Cameron says, well, what about if I trade it back and then I make a fair trade? And in my house, I'm like, hey, if you want to make a fair trade, that's fine by me. So his first offer was Cam Newton for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. If you know anything about fantasy football, that is the worst trade you've probably ever heard of in your life. We told him. He was like, what do you mean? He needs a quarterback. I'm giving him a quarterback. We were all like, dude, CH is a first-round talent. You're giving... 12th, 13th round talent for a first round talent, that's not good at all, so we told him that, then Lucas, me and him are kinda in on this, like, we don't want him to, we don't want him to get to at all, so Lucas offered T.Y. Hilton and Chris Carson, which is an, I, I feel like that's a good trade. As soon as that happened, Cameron said that he called Dibs on the trade and then offered DK Metcalf and Ken Newton for CEH, which is better, but it's still bad. And I'm like, you know what, let's get in on the fun. So I offered up uh, their choice of Austin Eckler or Jonathan Taylor. And then I said, and Jerry Judy for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He then proceeded to call mine horrible. And uh, I'm going to say a quick shout out to uh, Fantasy Football HQ. Found them on on TikTok. Uh, just going through some fantasy football stuff. And I found this chart of... Uh, they ranked every fantasy player out of 100 for trade value. And I told him I was like, I'm going to just make up some random numbers because their giveaway is over now, but you can pay like six bucks for it. They said, just for example, we'll put, you know what's screwed? I'll, I'll tell you the numbers. I'll tell you one number. Clyde Edwards Hilaire was ranked at a 77.5. Just keep in mind, this was before week one. DK Metcalf and Cam Newton combined were like... What were they? I think they were like 36.5 or 77.5. Lucas offered about 87.5, and I was 81.5. Now I was with Eckler instead of Jonathan Taylor. Because I was trying to make mine look better. But I exposed him. that was kind of it for the night he then played the guilt card he said like he said why are you guys making it so hard for me and we were like we're not making it hard for you we just want a fair trade and you're not offering fair trades and then he tried to say how do you know Jerry Judy's only rookie how do you know he's going to be good like because I watch football he's like well so do I said, well, first off, Jerry Judy is a top rookie in the class. He's in a great situation. The sky is the limit for this kid. Then he said something about Mitchell Trubisky in week one. I'm like, okay, whatever. A few days later, this is even worse. He offered Cam Newton, DeAndre Swift, who is a rookie, might I add, and Amari Cooper for Kenyon Drake and Clyde Edwards Hilaire I mean we just told him the same thing we were like dude this is the second worst trade I've ever seen because you're actually getting you're giving a little bit of talent back with Amari Cooper so then I opt my offer I figured you might as well just pick. I said Eckler or Taylor and then either Jerry Judy or CD Lamb. Cause I drafted Judy and Lamb purely to trade him. And then Cameron said that my pieces weren't valuable. And then I kind of told him, Austin, I told him, look, John Taylor had an amazing week, great situation. Austin Eckler had one bad game. He's going to bounce back. And that's when we got into a little bit of a football knowledge argument. And then he offered up Cam Newton, Amari Cooper, and Philip Lindsay for Drake and CEH. And you can kind of guess how that went. So, um, after I'm done recording this, I'm probably going to text everyone in the group and say hey can we just make a trade for CEH because I want them and uh, I'm willing to actually give up pieces so there's that uh, next episode I'm going to talk about the bubble the NBA and yeah probably give a quick update on the league how the whole situation's going. I'll let you guys know if I make a trade. And uh, yeah, there's that. So if you have any questions, uh, even though Jane runs it, you can hit up our Instagram at the Clutch Three. And uh, yeah, so I'll see you guys next week and uh, have a good week. See ya.